0: Welcome to a late-ass episode of AOD. Sorry, last week got cut off suddenly. Did you notice that? Did you notice this avatar just quits? How would I get a an, an avatar with a brain parasite? I want to return it, but you can't return them. You don't get to pick them. It's bullshit. Anyway, you ever been on the phone with a toddler, and the toddler just decides they're not talking to you anymore, and they hang up? That's what my avatar does, but with podcasts. I had three more pages of notes on love, and the, the avatar was like, nah, we're done here. And she's been sick ever since. So we're going to try to get through this as fast as possible. Today we're going to talk about abundance and lack. Hello, welcome to take 100 of this episode of Awakening OD. I'm an eight dimensional galactic being attempting to communicate with you through a defective comedian, a relatively useless comedian. I recommend listening to this episode on two times speed because... I am talking very slow, but also so you can get it over with faster. Here's what we're talking about. We're talking about abundance, the episode you've all been waiting for. This is one of a, I don't know, five-part series on hacking abundance. Hacking abundance is a misnomer. We are actually going to work on hacking lack, which sounds like hacky sack, Jesus Christ, that's the kind of shit that this brain is coming up with right now. Don't ever get bit by a tick. Anyway, this episode we're just going to talk about the lack programming. The lack programming is very important to understand. This is, let's say, the prequel to the actual work on creating abundance. Before you can create abundance, you must understand why you're not living in abundance. And that is because most of you who are not living in abundance are weighed down by lack programming. So lack does not exist. It does not exist in the rest of the universe. When I tell you that abundance is the same thing as breathing here, it literally in the rest of the universe is you think of an an experience or an item and it's there. It's instantly manifested in front of you. You came to this planet to learn about trauma. Y'all love trauma here and lack is a great way to experience trauma. You are now waking up out of that dream and part of the work that you have to do, just like healing your trauma and healing your fears of intimacy, is healing your relationship with abundance, which is a natural state of your energetic being. It's a natural part of the game. But there are a lot of Mailware, I hope that that I'm pronouncing that word. That's a word I've only read and haven't heard anyone say out loud. By malware, I mean that lack is a program that pops up. You think, I'm going to start my own business, and then the pop-ups come, right? The pop-ups that stop you from being able to click on the thing. Your experience with reality in abundance literally should be, I want to move to California, point at the item that you want, click on it, receive the experience. But just as if you were fucking around on LimeWire 16 years ago, you go to click on that experience and 50,000 things pop up. You have a virus, a viral program inside of you. Depending on how intense your lack programming in childhood was, That's how intense your experience with these pop-ups are. And what happens is that everyone is looking for a cure, right? They want the instant thing. I want the pill that makes me rich. I want to win the lottery. I want to do a vision board like this, this YouTube guy said he did. He didn't mention the fact that his parents were rich and he was raised rich, so his ability to receive is huge. He didn't talk about any of that, but he told me that if I do this two-cut method, boom, there I go. Nobody talks about any of this. We need to slow down and address the lack programming. So that's what we're going to talk about first in this episode before we start to talk about how to manifest because your expectations need to be set realistically. If you are, I say give one year of unlearning lack for every two and a half years you were alive. That's way too difficult math. Let's say one year for every five years you were alive. If you're 25 years old, say for five years I'm going to work on this. It's not going to take that long, but when you set realistic expectations, you take the fantasy out of learning abundance. When you first hear about abundance, you create reality. You go, oh, sick, and you, you file it in the same place as winning the lottery, which is fantasy. The reality is that you have work to do. The reality is that in order for you to have a relationship when you come from trauma is you're going to have to do work to allow that relationship to exist on your frequency, and it's just like that with abundance. There's a lot of programming. So in this episode, we are going to talk about the programming. Now, lack is a construct, and it's not real. There is abundance on this planet. There's endless resources in reality. And greed is lack on steroids. Greed and lack are two sides of the same coin. People who hoard money or pursue wealth are people who also believe in lack. Otherwise, they wouldn't hoard it. That's not abundance. One of the important things to separate in your mind is the idea that abundance is wealth. When people hear abundance they're like I'm going to get three cars and the house with six more bedrooms that I need. That's a that's a pretty good indicator that you don't have a healthy relationship with the concept of abundance. Abundance is not living way beyond what one person needs. Abundance is just having your needs met, being able to flow, being able to do whatever you want, being able to create anything you want to experience, being able to give those things to other people, and it doesn't mean putting a billion dollars in the bank. That's not abundance. Abundance is a flowing river. Tierra Pig said it was a garden. I love that. Something that you tend to. Beautiful. It's not hoarding. You don't do anything with abundance that you wouldn't do with water. You don't store it. That People hoarding it are either trying to get their needs met in that it's celebrated if you hoard money. It's like net worth is like something that like we pedestalize and or used to in this society that's shifting. And so people are trying to get that number higher so they get more approval from other people. It doesn't even have anything to do with the money. The other reason that people hoard it is because they are afraid of lack. They are afraid of lack, and they are trying to find some external security outside of themselves. Two sides of the same coin. Greed is lack on steroids. Therefore, if you, as part of this co-creation with the greedy, heal your own lack programming, you are healing the lack programming For the greedy bastards. And it's like I don't want to heal it for them. But it's do it. Heal it for them. As you heal it within yourself. Your own internalized capitalism. And and issues with money. You are healing the collective. Thus increasing the chances. That the people hoarding the money. Will realize. What the fuck am I doing? What the literal fuck am I doing. With billions upon billions of dollars. When people can't eat. All right, so. A lot of work here. A lot of work to be done. Stop seeking instant relief and commit. Commit to at least a year of working on your programming around manifestation. In the following episodes, I'm going to give you tips and tricks on how to start manifesting and being conscious. Because you've been manifesting. You're manifesting everything in your life. But you've been brainwashed, intentionally or not. Int- who cares? To manifesting things you hate. So we're going to work on that. We're going to clear that out. And you're going to start to set goals. And you're going to manifest them. And then your programming's going to show up and piss in your Cheerios. So that's what we're going to, we're going to talk about the programming first. So you can identify that first and get into an observer place. Love and money, almost the exact same thing when it comes to hacking it. People say, I want love, I want love, I want love. And so then they attract a the love into their life. And then they their trauma shows up, their programming shows up, and it's like this doesn't line up with what I believe to be true for me. So I'm going to crush this. I'm going to cr- who brought me an actual whopper? I don't want to fucking wh. Wa- I'm going to pick this whopper apart. I'm going to chop this these whole nice onions up until it's onion mash because I don't deserve these whole onions. Had to bring the whopper back. You guys really liked it. It's my new co-host. So you have to heal the parts of you that that don't resonate with you deserving abundance. Just like you have to heal the parts of you that don't resonate with deserving love. Now, when you manifest something, it's like downloading a new operating system. And then all of the apps that don't line up with that new operating system are going to have to be updated. So when you go to manifest something or you attract love into your life and it tries to come to you and you have programs that prevent you from being able to have that, a fear of receiving, a hatred of money, uh, a belief that money is bad, which is the same thing as the hatred of money, a belief that money is for other people, Um, a fear of success, any of these programs show up and block that, you have two options. You go, okay, this is my programming, let me address this. Or you go, see, this doesn't work. This isn't for me, this is for other people. You always have the option to learn the stupid-ass second lesson, but fucking why? What a dumbass, like, why would you come here to learn that lesson? Think about it. So, step number one, I'm going to number these steps completely incoherently. Step number one, commit to working on this in a patient way. You will see immediate results, but don't set your expectations on winning the lottery or becoming a millionaire in three weeks And uh, being able to quit your job and do everything that you've never believed was available for you. Set realistic expectations. I am going to take on my own programming. Now, your programming is not your fault. Okay. If you were raised in, say, America, because that's where uh, my avatar lives, you might not have been raised with lack. You might have been raised with entitlement programming. Also, not abundance. Looks like abundance. But entitlement programming is telling you like everything is for you and that includes other people's culture and, you know, every fucking thing. If you were raised with entitlement around money, you probably don't have issues with lack, but you will start to have issues with that entitlement that needs to be balanced out as well. Okay, so people who were raised with entitlement and have like hardcore entitlement, you've seen them. You might have waited on them in a restaurant. They fucking suck. Sometimes. No offense to the entitled out there. That's going to have to be balanced out as well. So these are all just different programs from the old reality that are not going to work in the new reality. Today, we're going to focus on people with the lack program. Set your expectations for this to be work that you work on consistently for at least a year. If you're in your 30s, let's say two years. If you're in your 40s, let's say five years. Okay, probably less time than that realistically because we are waking up out of lack and the more people that heal it, the more it gets accessible. But set your expectations at a couple of years and have an easier time doing this work because every time you have a setback, that is a program popping up. And if you perceive every setback as failure, this is going to take a very long time. Now there are different types of manifesting, which we'll get into in another episode. I break them up into masculine and feminine. That's got nothing to do with gender, masculine, constructive, constructor, moving things forward building things and it's an easier energy to work with in the old world because we all are masculine dominant because of the world that we're coming out of. The other energy, which everyone is healing right now, is the feminine energy. That's receiving. That's setting intentions and just allowing it to come to you in reality. Now, that channel is very closed off for most of you right now. So look at how you are when... Uh, someone gives you a compliment. Does that make you recoil? Does somebody doing something nice for you and you didn't give them something back in return make you uncomfortable? Things without strings, does that... Make you feel weird then your receptive energy Is probably a little bit closed off If your receptive energy is a little bit closed off Or a lot of bit closed off My avatar can't handle it My avatar won't ask anyone she's not fucking For a ride home from the airport And when family members try to help her move She gives them money Like she can't receive yet so my avatar manifests everything on that masculine side, which that'll be the next episode. We'll, we'll explain how to do that as like a bypass. But in the meantime, everybody's got to heal that receptive energy, open up and allow yourself to receive. If you don't receive it from people, you're not going to be able to receive it from the universe because the universe usually sends it via people. A lot of you are having these experiences right now where people are reaching out and trying to give you money. Let them give you money. That's the universe giving you money. And you are learning how to receive. If you can't receive it from people, you're not going to receive it from the universe because that's where the universe delivers it. There's not a stork that brings you a bag of money. It comes through people. If you struggle with receptivity, then you're going to see that in your manifestations. And if you're seeing that in your manifestations, a vision board or doing the 2 cup method isn't going to work for you because you're going to set an intention And then if you're not doing the action to make it happen, your programming says, I haven't earned this, so I don't get this. And that's programming. You were probably raised being told that you have to earn your way, that art doesn't pay money, you have to work a job you hate, and art is what you do in the 12 minutes a day that you're not collapsed, tired from the job that you hate, that life is hard, and that you have to struggle, And you were taught all these things are like crammed into your head. As a child, there's a good chance that you were programmed to be afraid of money when your parents thought they were teaching you about fiscal responsibility. It was hip in the 80s and 90s, and I don't know about the odds I was on meth, to, to make a big dramatic deal about not eating your broccoli because money, everything's expensive, and who left the door open? You let the heat out, and... And as a child, you were trained to believe like the world, like the world is over. We can't pay the heat bill because I forgot to close the garage door. So money became this terrifying idea. Abundance, what fucking abundance? And a lot of things that are quote unquote responsibility being taught to kids is just fear programming. And then you got the entitled kids whose parents raised them to believe fucking everything's yours, whatever. You got the rich kids. Never heard about the thermostat. Have no fucking idea that money is hard to come by. So for them, money's not hard to come by. Even when they don't have a trust fund, they go out and they find, well, because they believe. I mean, the system's also completely rigged in their favor. But from a creation standpoint, they believe that it's easy. And so that is their, they don't have any pop-ups. They go, I'm going to start my own business. I'm going to start my own idiotic concept. And they go out and they do it. And then they somehow succeed often because it's just where their expectations are set. Speaking of rich people, I felt you feel the recoil when we talk about this. Listen, the system's not fair. And those of you who are raised in lack, not fair. It's not your fault but it is your responsibility to fix it. The things that happen are not your fault, but it is your responsibility to fix it. I am 90% sure that I took that from a meme on Instagram, so please do not credit me with that quote. But it's very true. It's not your fault. We have a like the, the binary, right, of good or bad. So it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility to heal it if you want to move out of that energy. Now, money, wealth, and abundance are different things. Money is a fake thing. It's a fake toy in this game. Wealth, the accumulation of wealth is greed. It's the same thing as lack. You have a bad taste in your mouth about wealth. You have one of two things. You either have a bad taste in your mouth about it or you have a fantasy that you're going to get it and you pedestalize people that have it. These are, they're both the insane, in, internalized capitalism, internalized greed, Abundance is everything, all resources are air within the game. And I can just freely, I came to the game to experience the game and I can freely experience any of it. Now, it would be weird if you went into a video game and immediately just started hoarding the resources. I know some people play video games like that, but they're weird. You go into the game and there's a million flowers. You just start picking all the flowers. Like that, that, that's, a, that's a glitch. That's a glitch in your programming if that's what you want to do. So many of you are poor. You've been raised poor. You've been raised in lack programming. And that has manifested as an us versus them. And maybe you have fantasized your entire life that you would one day be one of them. And that likely comes from a place of believing that you'll be happy once you get there abundance will solve a lot of problems it'll solve a lot of annoying 3d problems it will not make you happy just like love will not make you happy that's on you always and now more than ever if you hit your hope to the wagon of abundance bringing you happiness or you're postponing your happiness for the finish line you're going to be fucked You're going to be so fucked because it's not there and it's extremely depressing to manifest those things and then realize, oh, I feel exactly the same. So in this time, find happiness inside of yourself no matter where you're at. Recognize it's a game. It's a game when it's fun. It's still a game when it sucks. My feelings are valid, but happiness is here or it's nowhere. Also, I don't think that's not my quote either. I think I got that from a book. I would credit people if I could remember things for longer than two seconds. The other version of us versus them is I am morally superior because I am poor to the rich people. Now, listen, the hoarders, not great, right? Not great people. A year ago, I just said, let's eat them. I've now decided they're, we're all unhealed. When we're shit bags, we're just some somewhere on the unhealed spectrum. And the hoarders of wealth have a different kind of wounding than I, someone from poverty does and whatever. So the us versus them is they're bad because they have money. I'm good because I don't. And it's very difficult to manifest money when you are judging everyone that has money. Does that make sense? Because you're ordering two different things. If you're like, you can, you can look at the hoarding of wealth and say, I don't want to participate in that. I would like abundance. But I don't want to participate in the like accumulation of more things than I need. I don't want to be a hoarder. You have to separate all these concepts. When it all just gets thrown into money sucks, capitalism sucks. Listen, capitalism, hugely lopsided, not great. However, there has to be a reconciliation with the fact that money currently exists in this reality in order to allow it to come to you and separate your distaste for greed and wealth from money and abundance so those things can line up for you. It's the same thing with saying, I just want a loving boyfriend and all men suck right you can't those those things you're ordering two different two different things two opposite things every time the the waiter comes to your table so there has to be some healing done around that you probably have trauma and wounding accept that the extreme of this is believing that you are morally superior because you are poor there are entire chunks of the spiritual community that now believe themselves to be morally superior because they are broke and they shame other members of the spiritual community for not being broke. Uh, My avatar did this for a little bit in her early 20s and then got called out on her shit and was like, you just think that because you're broke. Like you can't figure out how to make money. So you're saying that. And my avatar insisted that no matter how much money she had, she would think that the system is corrupt and fucked up. However, my avatar is very obstinate, so she went out and hacked abundance so that she could be like, okay, well, now I have abundance. I still think the system is fucked up. However, what she learned on the abundance side was that there's an actual opportunity to help people when you have abundance. You can actually help people that are struggling. You can meet needs for people. You can create a miracle in a stranger's life. You can walk into a restaurant and having been a server at one point and not knowing how I was going to pay my electric bill and then have some being come in and leave me a couple hundred dollar tip. I've been on the receiving end of that miracle. And now my avatar is able to create that miracle for other people. My avatar is able to change the way society runs this us versus them the poor saying it's bad and the rich saying it's good people have to get into the uh, they have to step into abundance and get into that frequency and say now listen i'm here in your dumb fucking club and i'm saying that it's wrong and i'm changing the peer pressure here so you won't catch me with a fucking giant portfolio of investments, but you will catch me actually giving this money to people who need it and meeting other people's needs. That's how you change the world. Not by shaming people for stepping into abundance. Poverty sucks. Wealth sucks. Greed sucks. But those are not the same thing as abundance. A side note about feeling morally superior Usually when you feel morally superior or smug on any subject, check your shadow. Nine times out of 10, you are lying to yourself about something. If you are feeling smug because you are broke, there's a really good chance that if you had the option to not be broke, you wouldn't be broke. And what happens when you don't check that shadow from the place of poverty? The universal hands you a pile of money just to watch you switch sides quickly. And then you'll believe your own legend because you can't deal. You didn't address the shadow when you were poor. So now you're going to end up being a greedy shitbag believing your own legend. So check your shadow anytime you feel morally superior. My avatar does it all the time just sanctimonious and then boom here's the other side of the coin you're far more likely to get sucked into the system the gross system of greed if you haven't addressed and healed all of your resentment around money and your resentment's valid I'm not saying it's not valid it's not your fault it is your responsibility to heal it My avatar is about to hang up the toddler phone again, so I wanted to cover one last thing about greed. It feels like people will be greedy forever. It feels like capitalism, and I'm using capitalism as a catch-all for just everything being for money. Medicine for money is insane. All these things, everything is like through the greed system. I'm using capitalism as a catch-all for that. Don't at me, please. It feels like it'll be this way forever, but it won't. It's shifting so much already. As people step into abundance and create a compassionate, generous society, these things will shift. And even at the highest echelon of greed, they aren't greedy because they're trying to get their needs met. When you get into the billions of dollars, that's so much money. They're doing that because they're being rewarded. In society. Because that makes them the winner of the game. As the game shifts. They're going to want to be at the front of the line still. And people are now. It's embarrassing. That you're posting shit from your yacht. While people can't eat. It's embarrassing. And the social pressure is changing. And the people who used to be seen as the winners. And the top of the mountain. Are now seen as weak idiots. And. That will collapse. Celebrity culture will collapse. This, this pedalistization, that's not a word, this pedestalizing of the wealthy is collapsing, and they want to be the stars again. And so even the most ego-driven of them, when this thing really starts to shift and society starts to go a different direction without them, will be running running and throwing their money back into the pot because they want to continue to be the cool kids. So don't worry. The system is collapsing. Heal it within yourself. Heal your internalized capitalism within yourself. And that is what you do to shift reality. Everyone collectively heal it within ourselves, step into abundance, and we redistribute the wealth. We change the way that we do things in society. We start to take care of one another. We become a compassionate, empathetic, generous society and let them catch up to us. Don't look at them and feel hopeless because abundance, it doesn't matter how much they hoard. If you tap into abundance, it doesn't fucking matter these systems that they set up. Couldn't matter less. If you want an abundance of content, oh God, that was disgusting, (laughs) head on over to jesseread.com, the Patreon, two bonus episodes for $5 a month, four bonus episodes for $7 a month. Those come out at some point during the month. If my avatar is sick in bed, they'll come out at some point, but they might all come out the last week. Who knows? It's a roll of the dice, $10 a month, live streams that are energy readings, galactic gossip sessions, $20 a month, interactive live streams, talk about the episode that week. That's it. There are no readings or appointments available for the foreseeable future. My avatar has to uh, spend some time healing the physical form. And if you have a gift certificate that you need to cash in for an appointment, shoot me an email at jessareedcomedy. Comedy. I will obviously honor those, but there is no appointment option at the moment. Find mediocre social media takes on Twitter and Instagram at jessareedcomedy. Comedy. Music was made by Mark Pontius, he is Fat Horse Ranch at Instagram go ahead and harass him to put out more music